Hello and welcome. This is Nick's Nerd News, live from sunny San Diego, California. And now we go to your host, Nick. All right, hello everyone. Uh, it's Nick. We're back for uh, our second total episode. Today's going to be a little different. We're going to focus on on TV for the most part, and a little bit about video games, a little about a little bit about movies. But uh, this week, this week's been real big news in, in TV. So uh, we'll get to that last today, just because there's so much to cover. But let let's kind of jump into the movies real quick. So something I've been waiting on, which I've I'm I'm so happy is finally happening. It 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 it's been a long time coming. Bill and Ted three was announced, or uh, from my understanding, they're calling it Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is something I I am am so stoked about. I'm I'm fucking pumped actually. And you know, Bill and Ted both Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey probably two of my favorite comedies of all time. And the reason for that. Is because for for starters, they're, they're really smart movies. Okay, a lot of people write them off as stoner comedies. It's that time in the early '90s, things like that. But they they take historical figures and they wrap this asinine, crazy, ridiculous time travel story around it, and it 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 works. It really works. And and oh man, there's there's so many things. That movie, those movies are so quotable. Recently, I, I think I was watching the second one. Oh, no, de- most definitely the second one because it was with death and, and Stacia and, you know, Stacia and the, the cool aliens they meet in heaven. Spoiler alert, hey, the movie's old. If you haven't seen it, that's on you. But, man, the the sad part is we, we've lost George Carlin, okay? the One of the greatest comedians of all time. And he was, granted, he was he was limited in his part in both movies, but... Man, he, without him, I don't know how they're going to work the future storyline. Um, hopefully they'll bring back death. Uh, William Sadler's still alive, so he, he can return his death. And uh, hopefully they'll have a new cast of, of historical figures to work this out. So it's being called Bill and Ted Face Music. If, if you haven't seen the two movies, please go out and watch them like immediately because they're amazing. But uh, Bill and Ted, two stoners who, who have a band, and they're told that in the future, their music will bring peace on Earth, essentially. They're, they're the, the heralds of, of a unified humanity from one of their songs. And um, what, what happens is, throughout the movies, and I guess in this one... They're they're middle-aged men, and apparently the fame that they earned from the Ed of Bill and Ted 2 has been washed away, but apparently they haven't written that song that's, that's unified humanity, that's brought in world peace. And it, and it seems that they're visited by a herald from the future, and granted it most, most certainly will not be the most excellent Rufus, uh, formerly played by George Carlin, and from there it seems that Bill and Ted are going to go on a most excellent journey again and possibly go talk to their future selves so we'll see what happens i i really cannot wait i know keanu reeves have been pushing this for years i can't wait to have him back as ted they got alex winter back some of the writers things like this this is this is most excellent news whoa and and and, you know 
I, I cannot wait. Now, let's move on to something else in terms of movies. We got Deadpool this week. Uh, from what I've seen on reviews and, and early reactions, the movie's hilarious. Seems to have one of the most epic, most epic post-credit scenes in a movie, so we'll see. I'm, it's Deadpool, so you never know what's going on with that. We got Solo in two weeks. Looks like early reactions are good from that. With, uh... Lando and Chewbacca stealing the movie. I'm excited for things to hear things like that. That's that gets me going because that's what I'm hoping for. Next week we'll talk about my hesitation for Solo, my my Star Wars background, things like that. We'll we'll kind of talk about the rumors about the Obi Wan movie next week and how I'm uh, more excited for that than anything else right now. But um, that that's kind of it for movie news right now, at least. Um, from what I can tell, oh, I mean the the Predator trailer dropped. Nothing, nothing crazy about that. Shane Black directing. Uh, if you don't know a lot about Shane Black, he was in the original Predator. He directed Iron Man three. He wrote a lot, a lot of the Lethal Weapons. But uh, nothing really to gain from that trailer. A lot of good actors in it, so we'll see. But I, you know, the the biggest movie news for me at least was Bill and Ted. So we talked about that for a few minutes. Not really, like I said, it's gonna be light on movies today. Um, let, let's kind of go into video games now. Uh, still playing God of War. You know, I was looking to get some different games on PC or, or things like that, but instead I went backwards. I I actually got Mercenaries, the original Mercenaries. Uh, if you played it, it, was on the original Xbox and and PlayStation Two. Uh, it is a Lucasfilm game made by Pandemic Studios, who would go on to make Battlefront Two and and some other great games. But you know, I I get the the different games with gold for backwards compat compatibility things like that. I, I've never actually used my own personal ones, just because that's how it's worked out. There is one that I will play, and it's the original Crackdown, which is probably one of my favorite games. Can't wait for Crackdown 3, if and when that actually comes. I know Microsoft needs that to happen soon, so they can show that they are coming out with things. But the original Mercenaries is uh, probably one of my favorite games from the original Xbox. Uh, I can't remember if I played it there or PS2, because back then... Probably on PS2, because I, I have all my original Xbox games, and there's only about four of them. I only had it about a year before Xbox 360 came out, and I, I got that. But Mercenaries is probably one of my favorite games from, from later in that generation. And in having it backwards compatibility, you know, I, I, I'm not a, like I said, I, I'm not a big backwards compatible user, but having original Xbox backwards compatibility on the Xbox One is is really fucking cool, okay? I didn't bite the bullet. I was going to buy Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2 now that that's backwards compatible too. It's just I don't have time to jump into big RPGs like that and and I've played those. I've sunk I don't know how many hours I've sunk into that over over the my past just in on PC and in different places. But I I the prospect of original Xbox backwards compa compatibility was something I I didn't really think would work and and it's it's actually really fun. Now I let's let's take a step back because everyone looks at the past through rose-colored glasses. They there's this nostalgia effect going on, and I I kind of had this with Shadow of the Colossus. I I, re I got the remaster on PS4, and when I played that, I was just kind of like, what what did everyone see in this game? It wasn't fun. I I felt like it was kind of a waste of money. It was so bland. There was yeah, you have the Colossi to fight, but like other than that, it's just it's this huge open world with nothing in it. And I'm just like, what is like the story was okay. I and I guess because I never played it as a kid, it was just 
it didn't really do anything for me. I I, I, I can't comment, but Mercenaries, I, I have a fond memory of renting that regularly from, from Blockbuster, and I remember it having more stuff to do. It's kind of one of those early open world games, and being Lucasfilm behind it, you're going to have a lot of good music and, and story beats, and I'm playing it now, and it's it's kind of empty. And I don't remember it being like that way. Obviously, we're, we're reaching back into, into my memory here on, on, I don't know how many games I've played over my lifetime. And it's still fun. It's still very fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it, it's not what you remember. And now I can understand why people are, are hesitant to revisit their past or their favorite things. Video games are a little different from movies because movies are a little more accessible. If you don't have an older system, it's a little harder to play older games. But... No, Mercenaries has been fun. And going, let's let's stick with that retro idea. Today, I finally got my Hyperkin Duke Xbox One controller. For those of you not familiar, the Duke is the name of the original controller the original Xbox launched with back in 2001. Big, honking, clunky controller. Definitely made for Western audiences. And man, oh man, is this thing beautiful. Okay. Uh, I don't remember it being this clunky, but obviously, again, that was 17 years ago, so I'm, I'm not going to remember a whole lot. I was 10 years old. And it, it's still pretty big, even for my hands. I, I have big hands. I, I'm an adult now, so yeah, I don't, I don't have, you know, but it's still pretty big, still a little awkward. But the cool thing about it, the cool thing, if you haven't seen these, is the, the jewel in the middle. On the original ones, it was just this, like, weird rubber thing with the Xbox logo. But now... But now on these new ones, they're a, it's like a mini LCD screen, and it starts that original... Uh, it plays the original Xbox like loading screen with that like green gel or ooze, and it would make that, that cool like electrical sound. And man, it, it is beautiful. It has the black and white buttons that the old controllers used to have, but it also has the, the bumper buttons that, that go with the modern controller. They're, they're kind of small up on the top. The only thing I wish it was... The only thing I wish it was is that if, if it was wireless it is wired it's okay it's a nine foot cable so we don't have any qualms there but this thing is 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 beautiful and i i can't wait to hop in to some slayer on blood gulch on the master chief collection and mow some motherfuckers down okay i am totally gonna play some classic halo slayer on the Master Chief Collection with this bad boy, just reliving the glory days of the Xbox, okay? The glory days. And and let me let me just go a little more in, into this controller if you're not aware. Hyperkin, they, they make a lot of peripherals. They worked with uh, a man named Seamus Blackley, if, if you're not aware of that, who that is. He was originally, he was the original head of Xbox back in 2001, and... He, he really cares about players, really cares about the gamers, and he worked with Hyperkin and Microsoft, kudos to them and Phil Spencer, and they got the original molds to make sure that this retro c controller is, is exactly the same as the original Duke, and, and that's why it's so perfect, and, and I can't wait, like I said, I can't wait to hop into Slayer, get some, uh, some double kills, some retributions, some running riots, but... Man, yeah, can't wait. Can't wait for that. Maybe you get some Halo 2 in. I know at that point the S controller had been out, but 
I, man, it's going to be fun. Relive, relive in the past. That's for damn sure. I, I, uh, I like how this retro is in. I, I haven't had a chance to get one of those, those NES classic editions or the super NES classic editions. Those, those bad boys are hard to come by, but I'm, I'm happy retro, retro things are coming back in, in gaming and, and man, I feel old thinking about how the, the Duke came out 17 years ago with the original Xbox, but it's been, it's been a real great thing with, with video games and, and, kind of circling around now let's jump to the future of video games and i know everyone's probably talked about this at, at ad nauseum at this point but that walmart leak that walmart leak for games that might be coming in the future and let, let's talk about some of these games some of these games are, are definitely happening okay some of these games are a hundred percent true splinter cell definitely real because it was already leaked on amazon earlier in the year the lego dc villains more than likely happening. Borderlands 3 is pretty much a given at this point. And Rage. Rage 2 is is a thing. And I, I can't say that I've ever heard of the first one. I don't remember anything about the first one. Uh, I was still in high school, I think, when the first one came out. And yeah, I was a big gamer, but not, not to the same degree I am now. And was kind of limited in my choices back then. Just didn't have a lot of spending power. Uh, games, most of my games still weren't were still purchased for me. I wasn't buying them for myself. But man, oh man, did Bethesda just roll, roll with the with with the joke on this. And that and that I do applaud them for that because that was that was that was funny about how they kind of were just like they took the art from the Walmart page and said wrong caps, wrong colors, incorrect key art, and then their PR person like this is why we can't have nice things and the the bethesda account going dude and oh man it's hilarious that's how you roll with a leak okay you don't act like all these other companies like no comment no comment you do what bethesda did and just roll with it yeah maybe it sucks to announce things a little early but but i mean in in today's day and age can you really fucking stop leaks humans talk man Every company, every organization, every fucking thing is going to have a leak. Because people talk, they tell their friends, they tell their mom, they tell their dad, okay? No, you can't keep this shit secret. You got to keep some of it secret, don't get me wrong. But but some of these leaks, man, it's just, announce the fucking game. At least, it, at least we're getting it now when we know the game's probably almost done and not like four years ago when you're not going to see a damn thing about it. Like, what, what was it? Uh, however many E3s ago, Sony or someone announced a game and it was still like four years out. Like, uh, don't do that. Microsoft got in trouble with that. They announced Scalebound like four years ago and it got canceled. And then they had nothing. That was a year ago it got canceled. Like, this, this, this is why you got to be careful with leaks. But but I'm 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 happy with what Bethesda did. They they ran with it. It worked. It worked. It's hilarious. Let's talk about some of the other games. Forza Horizon Five. Don't know how that's gonna work, considering Forza Horizon Four hasn't even come out yet. We can pretty much guarantee that Gears of War Five is a given. I know a lot of people liked Gears of War Four. Never been my my cup of tea. We know Beyond Good and Evil Two is coming out. We know the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out. NBA 2K19 is kind of a given. Um, there are some other games that that we like. I said that we already know about, but there were some some other things that were kind of a surprise. Just Cause Four. Now, I happened to pick up Just Cause Three earlier in the year as a a sale title and damn that game yes it's kind of broken but damn that game was fucking fun you get to blow shit up and then you get a a grappling hook and a wingsuit i'm pretty sure i didn't drive a fucking car in that game unless i had to for like at least uh, the last few weeks that i played now that doesn't amount to play time just 
finishing the game up, playing all the DLC. But probably the the last from from once you f- I finished the first twenty five percent of the game, and the the seventy five percent after that, plus all the DLC. I think I drove a tank. Was the only time I drove a car. Otherwise, I wingsuited around with my fucking slingshot or uh, grappling hook. I, like you could just fly everywhere. You didn't need to do. You didn't need a vehicle. Maybe a boat because there's a lot of islands in that game. But shit, that game was fucking fun. And like you get to fight a dictator on like this island nation in 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 Europe, and you get to just blow shit up and not give a fuck. That game is like GTA and oh man, it, it, it's a GTA clone, but fucking fun, dude. Blowing shit up all day and not having to worry about like a star rating or anything like that you just get to blow shit up liberate towns it's like if you took a ubisoft game gta and tropico which is one of my most favorite rts's rolled them all into one and then put like duke nukem in as the hero and you just fuck around shit was hilarious it's fun it's a bit dated on on some of the themes that it would fit right in in the 90s with those action movies but fucking fun dude just blowing shit up all day without a care in the world okay and that's what made it fun and and i i think it's probably better that i played it so far post launch I, I i know about all the the issues it had at launch it kind of being buggy granted i was playing on an xbox one x so it can handle things a little bit better and they had enough time to patch everything, but really cool. The DLC was fun. You get like a fucking walker, and then you can fly up to this giant airship up in the sky. But the walker was fuck fucking cool. Okay, it's like a spider walker with like fucking tank shells and this like grav anti grav gun that was fucking cool. Then you got like a space laser out of James Bond or some shit that was cool. But uh, no, Just Cause Three was awesome. I, I I'm excited for four. There's a, a lot of potential for that. Kind of kind of leaves you hanging at the end of the third one. Kind of just a, just a tad. But you know that that's kind of all we have about video games. I'm I'm sure when we get a new game, I'll we can talk about that i'll have more playing experience in with that with that duke retro controller and some halo we'll talk about that but let's get to let's get to the bulk of what 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 we're really going to talk about that this week and that's tv a lot a lot of crazy things happen in tv this week fox the fox network pretty much axed all of their shows save for a few we got some fun renewals for different comic book shows and then we finally know what's going to happen with Rick and Morty, okay? I love Rick and Morty. I was a little late to the game on that, but man, oh fucking man, is that show one of the greatest shows ever written, okay? What Dan Harmon and, and Justin Roiland have been able to do is is unlike anything I've seen in in a long time in regards to adult cartoons and and don't take that in the wrong way not not like adult cartoons but I mean cartoons geared towards adults like Bojack Horseman like The Simpsons like Family Guy oh geez oh geez what am I gonna talk about no no don't get me wrong that's my my most humble most humble impression of Morty but what what they've been able to do with that show with, with especially with Justin Roiland voicing both both Rick and Morty, which is ridiculous that he can do that. Having conversations with yourself, I know Seth MacFarlane does it, but but the the way they do it on Rick and Morty is just a, a little bit more 
dual personality-ish, I guess you could say. But but the level of 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 in, of of writing and smarts that go into that show, and and the payoffs. Oh man, the payoffs, especially with what happened in season three. To go back to season one, wh- what I thought was one of the best episodes in television all of last year was in season three of Rick and Morty, and it's the episode where they kind of look at the different Ricks on the Citadel and kind of into the lives of the different Ricks and the elections going on. And and you have that one Morty running for election and like, fuck, that shit was intense, man. And then it comes out that it's the Morty from season one, the evil Morty who was kidnapping all the Mortys and killing all the Ricks and, and had the eye patch and shit. Like, that's fucking crazy to have that payoff from, from two years, well, two seasons later. We all know how long it takes Rick and Morty shows to, to be produced, so even though 70 more episodes got announced, does anyone fucking know when that's going to happen? I don't even think Dan Harmon knows. But, holy fucking shit, that, that episode, like, really makes you think, man. I, and it just, I, I don't know, and it, the comments on society that Rick and Morty provide are are so good. And another great episode is the uh, Morty's Mind Blowers. And, and it, it replaces inter, interdimensional cable, which, which, which is, those episodes are fucking hilarious. Watching the different commercials and TV shows from, from around the, the multiverse. Like, hi, I'm Anson, my guy's Johnson. And, and the fucking door commercial, like the door emporium. Shit was hilarious. But Fuck me if Morty's Mind Blowers wasn't just as good. And there's one of these memories that they erased where Morty gets like this Dr. Doolittle type ability to talk to animals. And he hears these squirrels talking about them plotting the overthrow of a country like they're CIA agents. And they and they talk to the, They realize Morty's listening to them. And they're like, come here, little boy. We have candy, little boy. Can you hear us, little boy? And Morty just keeps walking as all these squirrels start following him and come to the house. And then Rick Rick knocks them all out. He's like, uh, come on, Morty. We got about uh, a few minutes before all these squirrels walk wake up. You know, we, we can only change universes only a so few many times. Which kind of goes back to the whole fact that they're not even in their normal reality because th- that Rick and Morty is dead and they're from an alternate one because of Morty wanting a love potion and everyone becoming these like Cronenberg type monsters. <laughs> oh, oh man, that show. I, so fucking good. And please, 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 I stress, if you have not watched Rick and Morty, get someone's Hulu account, find clips on adultswim.com. That show... It, it's, it makes you think when you don't expect it to, okay? You need to give it more than a minute. You need to give it more than an episode. You need to sit down on a fucking couch in a fucking chair and watch everything because it is, it is on another level genius, okay? Genius. But on, on less happy news, as, as I was mentioning earlier, the Fox Network has practically canceled... Let's just say about 90% of their, their their programming, their weekly programming. Lucifer was axed. The Exorcist. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The Last Man on Earth. And, and some other shows. But, you know, luckily Brooklyn Nine-Nine was picked up by NBC, which, which I think is great. 
Um, everyone was confused by its cancellation. It's a very popular show. I, for one, find it fucking hilarious. I love Andy Samberg. Watch it every week I get. Andre Andre Brower as Captain Holt. He has the, 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 the deadpan delivery that he provides is just... Oh, man. It is a a bust in the gut because it's so funny. And... I am I, I am so happy that that show gets to live on for at least another season. I, I don't know why Fox canceled it. it. It was I was very upset for most of the week. And then luckily within days, within days it was picked up because of its loyal fan base, because other networks saw the potential in it. And, and it, it, man, it warms my heart to see that show coming back because Andy Samberg as Jake Peralta is just is just a joy to watch, and I, I that's another show I urge you to watch. Um, happy that's coming back, but uh, I know Exorcist a lot of people are big fans of. It's a shame that got canceled, but but I want to talk about Lucifer, which is you know I, there's not a lot of shows that that somehow my mom and I have been able to connect on, and and Lucifer is one of them. I, I don't know what the viewership numbers on it were. I don't know how popular it was. It, it is a DC, DC show based off their Vertigo property. And, you know, the the good thing about Lucifer was that it just, it just clicked. I'm sure a lot of people were hesitant because, oh, it's a show about the devil. And, and it's, it's more than that. It's way more than that. What if the devil quit hell, moved to L.A., and ran a nightclub? Like, come on. He's like a normal guy. He's not evil. Nowhere does it say that the, that Lucifer or the devil is evil. Just that he was fallen from heaven, okay? He was the the antithesis to God. It doesn't say he's evil. He just has a different viewpoint. But depending on your Judeo-Christian beliefs or your other beliefs that that he's been he's been made the the evil counterpart to God because he fell, but that's what this show does differently. They don't do that. You know, he he resents God. He's just a upset uh, child of God. He him and his brother they they kind of want to go against what God God's plan. Uh, he has his brother Amenadiel, who is a fallen angel too. I guess you could say, but no, it, it Lucifer. Morningstar, as as his true name is, he he runs a nightclub. He's got a British accent, and he helps solve crimes. He helps the LAPD to see what the uh, to do something good for a change, essentially. And and it worked. The show really worked. There was this this chemistry between him and his co-stars that just you don't get a lot of that in TV shows anymore. And it, it's upsetting that it got canceled because it, it was one of the few shows I could sit down and, and watch with my mom that we could connect over. We don't have a lot of that. They're, our tastes are just so different. And and that's why it's upsetting that it got canceled. And 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 I kind of wonder, like, you know, Gotham just got renewed. And, and I know that's numbers are nowhere near what they used to be. And that show's, like, fucking wacky off the rails. I... I can you even call that a Batman show anymore? A pre-proto-Batman show when it's just like doesn't follow any established canon. It just takes shit and flips it on its fucking head. But man, it just sucks that Lucifer's gone. Um, another Fox show that's wasn't canceled, but it's going to be a lot different is Lethal Weapon. 
And and lately, that's been one of my favorite shows the last two years. I know it had a high production budget because, hey, it's Lethal Weapon and shit gets fucked when you have uh, Merton Riggs solving crimes. But the news came out that they they fired the star of the show. Not, not, not Marlon Wayans Sr. Or Damon Wayans Sr., excuse me. But Clayne Crawford, who played Riggs. And... He was fired, and, and they didn't know if they were going to be able to re- replace him in time for the, the contracts to get renewed for the cast. But, you know, came out yesterday that they are going to write the character off, and he's being replaced with a new character being played by Sean William Scott. And uh, they had their season finale last week, and it, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger. But my thing is, can you have Lethal Weapon without a Riggs character? You know, and I I happen to be watching the movies this week, and they're on Netflix, some of the best action movies of the 90s and late 80s. But this show is going to be completely different without a Riggs character. And they've kind of been pushing Murtaugh into the captain's chair. So it's going to be interesting. And it won't be the same, that's for damn sure. But when they fire a main character and, and replace them with a new character it 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 never it's never the same they've done it on other shows and it just it doesn't it doesn't work right and it, it's upsetting to me because one of my favorite shows is now going to be completely different because of bullshit behind the scenes I'm, I'm not blaming fox it seems like claim crawford was a was a dickhead behind the camera so you know, until we get the full story, he's the one who's coming off as the, the asshole and looks like he should have been fired, and it really sucks because a great show is going to suffer because of it. And then on another good note, today we found out that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was renewed, and I'm, I'm, I, for one, am a little happy about this. I know last week I, I talked about how I kind of sympathy-watched the show. They've been really going really good so far this season. I like how the storyline is going. I like how they're finally really tying in into a current MC, MCU movie, and they have a lot of references to what's going on with Thanos in New York, so we'll, we'll see how the season finale goes this week, but uh, luckily it was written that if it was canceled, it, it could have been a series finale, but it's written in both ways, so that's good. Now, here's the thing. It wasn't renewed for a full season, only 13 episodes. So, what begs the question is, how will it play out? They didn't mention if it would be the last season, but more than likely it will be, just because I know viewership is down. But will they really tie into Avengers 4? Will they tie into Captain Marvel? Will they have anything with Ant-Man? Now, that's going to be the interesting question. And, And I, for one, am excited for this because I love Philip J. Coulson. He's probably the best thing in the MCU best thing on on agents of shield and it sucks it really sucks that they weren't able to tie him in to more of the movies to the netflix shows i I, it's just it's really upsetting and man oh man i i hope they do more with him i'm I'm, I'm stoked he's going to be in captain marvel next year so there's that and in other news today i i know some of you might be aware uh of dc comics launching their own streaming service and we got our first real look at the third season of Young Justice, which was canceled 
way too early a few years back on the Cartoon Network. That show did not get its fair due. And it, it was a really great successor to the old Teen Titans show, because Teen Titans Go is, is shit to me. It, they're pandering to young children, and it's disgusting. But but Young Justice was something fresh, something new. It was, it was like a, a, a Teen Titans show that was very similar to the amazing Justice League cartoon, the old... Uh, DCAU, DC Animated Universe shows, like the Batman the Animated Series and Superman Animated Series. But but Young Justice was just was fucking cool, had great storylines, great characters. I liked how um, they did that time jump between seasons. I know they're doing another one with season three, and I'm, I'm happy that because of it being on Netflix and everything like that, that it was able to find a bigger audience and get people jived about it and talking about it, and enough for it to be a, a launch show on the new DC Comics, on the new DC Comics streaming service, which is one streaming service that I'm actually jived about paying for. Like, that's got some stuff that's really perking my interests that harley quinn show looks fucking cool i like the animation style they announced the Titans show is going to be interesting um cool concept but some of the pictures from filming look fucking horrific like what they're doing with starfire i hope there's going to be a lot of post-production work on that um that the the robin costume looks sick the hawk and dove costumes look cool i love minka kelly and uh can't think of his name but the guy they got to play Hawk is from Blue Mountain State, which that show's fucking hilarious, and I think he'll be good. I th- think he was in the Hunger Games too. I-, I just can't think of his name right now. But yeah, and then and then they're doing a Swamp Thing show, which is gonna be fucking cool. He doesn't get a lot of love, and it sucks because he's not really just a monster. He's also a big part of the DC's DC Universe's whole mystical elements. They're gonna, uh, and then they announced a Doom Patrol show. Uh, Doom Patrol is a more obscure comic, not a lot of people know about it, but, uh, you know, it's coming from the Berlanti group, who does pretty much every DC show on TV right now, so that, that's a good sign, but I'm, I'm happy that this, this net, this streaming service is going to launch with some really great programming right off the bat, and, and I, for one, am, am, that's, that's becoming my new catchphrase, isn't it? I am, am very excited about this, I'm definitely willing to pay for it just for Young Justice alone, and, and hopefully... Hopefully they get some other good shows on there other than that. But no, it, it looks really good. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited, and and it's gonna launch later in the year, from my understanding. But just the prospect of a Young Justice season three, because because of how young, of season two ended, just kind of like, and then for fucking Cartoon Network to cancel it because its toys weren't selling well enough, like go fuck yourselves, Cartoon Network. Yeah, thank you for giving us Rick and Morty, but like. The boys' toys weren't selling high enough? Like, God forbid girls watch the show and don't want some shitty kids' action figures. Some action figures are shit, okay? Not all girls want to play with those, and you're going to cancel it because you have a diverse audience, but one segment isn't buying the fucking toys? God fucking forbid. Holy shit. Thank God for Warner Brothers to just bring it back on their own damn shit because they saw the potential of getting people to pay for their service and watch it where Cartoon Network kind of dragged their ass and dropped the ball on it. Go f- go fuck them then. Good on them. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for this thing to come back. And, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see what the, uh... But for TV, man, that, that's, uh... It's kind of about it. Streaming, I know, is the future. Uh, DC's gonna provide something like that it's good it sucks because cbs's streaming service sucks and it really doesn't i mean i want to watch star trek discovery but doesn't seem good enough for me to pay 15 dollars for one show 
And I mean, I have Hulu because Rick and Morty and Seinfeld, which is the, one of the greatest shows on television. And, you know, I have Netflix because Netflix is great and HBO Go is worth it. But I we have HBO on our cable, so I don't have to really pay extra for that. But yeah, speaking of Netflix, there's a really great documentary series I've been watching. It's been out a couple, maybe a month or two now. It's called Wild Wild Country. Um, it's really fucking cool. It's about this, I guess you could call them a cult and what they did up in Oregon back in the early 80s. Really cool historical significance. That's probably why I like it more, because as I've said, I'm a big history nerd. But definitely check that out if you get a chance. Wild, wild country. It's made by the uh, Duplass brothers, who are are usually known for comedy, but this documentary series is really good. And um, I guess, yeah, that uh, that kind of wraps it up for today. Didn't really have a lot to talk about me and why you should care about my opinion. But uh, I'm sure we'll get to that as movies slow down and TV slows down for the summer and video games. I'll, I'll, I'm going to have some guests on in the coming weeks. We're going we're gonna to talk about different things. I'll have a couple of my friends on and, and we'll talk about what gaming means to us. And we used to be a big core group of gamers, especially with Halo and, and that Duke controller. We were talking about that earlier. So that's going to be a big, big thing coming up. But, uh, you know, I hope you guys keep listening. I know this is only the second episode, but I'm, I'm going to keep pushing. Uh, we are on iTunes now under Nick's Nerd News. We'll soon be on Spotify and Google Play. You can also find us at nicksnerdnews.podomatic.com. That's that's the main site. I'm sure you've already know that now if you're listening. But just for future reference, if you might be catching this offhand. But again, I'm Nick. Thanks for listening to Nick's Nerd News. And uh, this has been Nerd Unfiltered. And uh, have yourselves a, a great fucking day, okay? Go out there. Be happy. Don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks, okay? Be happy. Have a great fucking day. Thank you. Good night.